This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 108. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here today to record another podcast for you. It is a beautiful sunny day here in Michigan, but it's really, really cold. So I'm not so happy about that. But at least I can see the beautiful sunshine outside my window and um, there's snow on the ground. So it's pretty. It's just kind of cold. So it's not something that you want to go out and do a lot of things outside. But maybe if you enjoy snowshoeing or cross-country skiing or down even downhill skiing it's probably a beautiful day for that but i decided that it was time to bring you another podcast if you haven't been with me before this is the veterinary life coach podcast and i am dr julie capel i wish to welcome you to the podcast today and this is the podcast where we talk about all things veterinary medicine, work-life balance, anything that creates a better life for us in this profession. So if you're a veterinarian, if you're a veterinary technician or somebody that works around or in this beautiful profession, this is the podcast for you. So if you're a frequent listener, I really appreciate you listening to me today. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to to talk about something super exciting, and I'm going to call it inner balance or inner harmony. And basically what that means to me is creating a mindset where you feel at peace and where you feel competent, creative, and in charge of your life and the way you want it to be. Before we get started talking about that, I just want to let you know that I am continuing to run some classes that I started in January. I have one on um, not overeating or stopping overeating, and the other one is getting unstuck. If you're feeling stuck in this profession, stuck in your life, um, whatever you do for a living, it doesn't have to be veterinary medicine, the Getting Unstuck program is great for you. We talk about ways to balance your life set boundaries, learn how to cope with the things that are happening around you, and just feel better about your relationships, about your job, and um, about everything in your life, setting goals and uh, creating the life that you want. That's what it's all about. So if you are interested in doing a group class with me, you can go to my website and look up those classes at juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and you can sign up there. If you want some more information and you're not ready to sign up, just send me an email. It's dvm at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast, that's the place to reach me as well. If you would like one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can contact me on my website as well. I have a place that you can sign up for a free coaching. And I also have a place to sign up for my Wednesday weekly words. So if you don't need coaching, but you just need words of encouragement every week, sign up for my Wednesday weekly words. You'll get a little email every week, and it's just a few words of encouragement. So join me on this journey. My job here is to help you feel better and help you embrace and love this thing we call veterinary medicine. Let's get started in talking about inner balance. 
many times we talk about work-life balance and what is that like to have your work and your life in harmony or in balance. Everybody thinks they want that. Everybody strives for that. And sometimes when I'm talking to people about balance, it's really being able to juggle all the things, right? You're never going to have half of your life that is with your work and half of your life that is with your family. There's just so many things that we have to juggle. So when I talk about inner balance, what I really mean is feeling balanced. Whatever's going on in your life, no matter how busy it is, but that feeling that there's peace between your role as a veterinarian or a veterinary technician, whatever you do for a living, and your role as a spouse and a parent, a son or daughter, just a human being, that there's peace in your entire life, your physical health, your mental health, those things all need to be balanced in order for you to feel that inner balance. So that's what I'm talking about. And this is something that you can achieve through work. It's not something that just happens to people. We see so many people out in the world that we think just have it all together. They've got everything figured out. You know, they've got a pretty room and a pretty house and everything's clean and there's no dog hair and their kids are perfect. We see all these things or we think that they're real and they're really not. It's all the things that people put out there and make us believe. But we think we want that. We think we want that perfection in life and that's what we're always seeking and that's why we oftentimes feel out of balance. So in order to get this inner balance, we have to get ourselves in a place where we feel kind of this harmony between our heart and our brain, that we feel calm and collected, that we're not all hyped up all the time, we're not worried all the time and anxious. Like I talked about a few weeks ago on the podcast, that anxiety that comes up for us, that you're not all depressed and feeling low all the time. But there are going to be times when you feel both of those things, right? You're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel sad. You will have days where you feel great and happy. But just the balance between those things is what I'm talking about when I talk about inner peace or inner balance. That feeling of just feeling grounded and that it's all going to be okay, that we're going to be better and it's going to be better and and we're not going to let the world take us down. So when you can develop that state for yourself, develop that attitude of feeling mentally peaceful, that's what I mean when I talk about inner balance. It's kind of that calm place. Now, in order to have your life right, we always think it should be calm. It should be less chaotic. It should be in balance. And just that thinking that we should be different or that we should have different is a problem, right? Because if your brain's telling you that your life is just not right because it's not the way that somebody else's life could be or it's not the way you've always thought it should be, then you're fighting against yourself and you're never going to be able to get to this place of acceptance and feeling this inner peace and inner balance. So being out of balance is normal. It's human. 
we are going to have that 50-50 life, right? Where things some days are not so great. You're going to have bad cases at work. Your kids are going to get into trouble. They're going to color on your walls if they're little, or they're going to get into big trouble if they're older. They're going to crash your car and um, get in trouble at school. And those are all the things that make up a normal life. And so if you're constantly thinking that nothing bad should ever happen, that will rob you from that feeling of inner balance. Just getting to the point where you accept that there are good things and bad things in life, there's happy and sad, and that's all okay, that there's balance and unbalance. Even though we're talking about inner balance, sometimes your inners are going to feel unbalanced and that might be okay. And then it's your job to try to work back to getting more balanced. Accepting that that is part of life as a human is probably the first and key step into any progress that you're going to have doing anything in your life is realizing that there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be failures, and that things aren't always going to feel perfect. Perfectionism runs rampant with us. We are highly driven individuals. So a big first step into creating some inner balance for yourself is getting to know yourself well. Because so many times we go through life and we just don't really self-examine. We're too busy. It's not allowing you time to care for yourself or understand yourself. So getting to know yourself well is a great first step into understanding what you need to feel more balanced. If you're a person like me that loves activity and you like to be busy and you like to have a lot of balls in the air, then that's something that you really need to know about yourself. Because for me, I'm one of those people that is super active. I like to have as many things going on as humanly possible. And sometimes that gets me into trouble, right? Because I have 16 projects going and at some point, those projects are going to start to suffer because I am trying to float too many things in the air to have too many balls juggled. So for me, being super active sometimes feels very balanced. But if I just add one more project and I just get myself into a little bit of trouble, that's when my balance will go off the rails and I'll end up getting into all kinds of trouble with my mental health because I'm now feeling like a failure because all the balls that I thought I could juggle are now on the ground. So when I overcommit and overpromise, that's when I start to feel unbalanced. And feeling balanced is very individual. We're all going to get there in a different way. We all have certain things that ground us and make us feel balanced. Getting to know what those things are, getting to know yourself and getting to know what you need to be balanced is unique. We're all unique humans and we all have different things that we need. So if you can sit down with yourself and figure a lot of these things out, that will open you up to understanding what you need to feel balanced. So for me, it's lots of activity. I love that. The more busy I am, sometimes the better I feel. And so I know that about myself. I also know that if I overcommit, then I'm going to get into trouble. 
So maybe you're a person like me that likes lots of activity, or maybe you're an introvert and you need a lot of alone time to examine your thoughts and understand yourself better so you can become more balanced. Introverts need alone time to recharge their batteries. Extroverts need people around them to recharge their batteries. So just the basic understanding of whether you prefer introversion or extroversion is a big part of your self-discovery journey. And as you discover what fires you up and fills you back up, fills up your tank, as you discover that, you will be able to move beyond the feelings of being unbalanced and move towards more balance. Are you somebody that likes it very, very quiet? Can you sit in silence and examine yourself? Or do you need background music? Or do you need something going on? I have a very, very hard time sitting in silence. Even when I'm really thinking and writing, it's very difficult for me. There's something about my overactive brain that wants me to do three things at once. And I know that about myself, but I also know that in order to really go deep in my thoughts, I have to get quiet for a little bit of time. So if I can just sit in a chair with no distractions and give myself a time limit that I'm going to sit for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is that I think I can stand, that will help me explore my feelings and thoughts so I can learn about myself and where I'm at on that given day to start to work towards more inner balance. Another way to get to know yourself better is to just start asking yourself questions and asking them in a very kind and loving way because it's much more natural for us to beat ourselves up, to wonder what's gone wrong, why can't we keep up, what's going on, And that's not what I mean. What I'd want you to do is examine yourself kindly. And if you have to think things like, you're feeling very anxious today, love, what's going on? So I like it when people call me honey. If clients call me honey or somebody at a store says honey, I really like that. I don't know what if it reminds me of people in the South um, because my husband's from the South and I love those Southern accents. But when people call me honey, I really enjoy that. So if if I'm feeling really out of sorts and my brain is telling me all kinds of negative things, just sitting there and asking myself some questions and maybe even saying, honey, what's going on? And being very compassionate and trying to pull out those negative thoughts and feelings, it will open up my brain to getting all those thoughts out so I can examine them and understand them. And then once I understand what's going on in there, all that negative stuff that's flying around, then I can start to sort it out and understand it and give myself some compassion over the fact that I am feeling anxious, that I am feeling upset, that I am feeling overwhelmed. In that exercise getting to know yourself, and then moving into self-acceptance and self-love is what this inner balance thing is all about. So you really have to love yourself first and understand yourself first before you can be a fully functioning, fully motivated, moving forward human being. And every time you get out of balance, it's because you're not accepting yourself for who you are and what you are and all the talents and the beautiful things that you bring to the world. So it's on you 
to allow yourself some self-acceptance and self-love. And it's on you to get to know yourself and understand what you need in order to create balance in your life. So this is a lot of hard self-mental work. But you can slog through it. It's your brain. You can get in there and figure it out. And if you need help, then get help. Get someone to help you get in there and dig around. Whether it's a coach or a therapist, learning to love yourself is hard work, but it's a process and you can get through it. So once you get this accepting, loving relationship of yourself and you get to know yourself, the other thing I would recommend that you do is trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Because we have this really strong thing called intuition, and I don't know exactly where it comes from. I sometimes believe that it comes from God or the angels, or or maybe it's just inherent in our human brain. But there's this thing that we have called intuition that will help us so much in taking care of ourselves. Do you ever have like a feeling that you should or shouldn't do something? It happens to me a lot where I'll be interviewing someone or I will be dealing with a client and I have a feeling that I just shouldn't go there or that I just should do something for a patient, um, that I should overturn one more stone. And if my brain and my body and my feeling is telling me that something's not right and that I need to take a certain action, I have to trust myself, trust that intuition. And that's part of creating this inner balance is listening to yourself when you know you need to say no. Someone wants you to do something. Somebody wants you to see one more client in a day and they give you a huge sob story or someone wants you to go to a party and you just don't feel like it's the right thing for you, trust your intuition. If you trust your intuition, you will create some intention around this inner balance. Feeling balanced is all about trusting yourself. So when you have trust and acceptance and self-love, then the next thing you need to do is create some self-care. Now, self-care is more of an action, right? All these other things are examining our thoughts and our feelings and getting to know ourselves on a deep inner level. But when it comes to self-care, actual self-care, that is more about the outside. And what do you need physically and emotionally in order to create more boundaries for yourselves and inner peace and balance? So create a self-care basket. Give yourself that mental image of I've got this basket sitting on my desk right here or wherever, and I'm going to put all the things in there that make me feel loved and make me feel cared for. And so this would be things like activities that you love. I love to dance. So enrolling myself in a dance class every year, and I've done it for years, is part of my self-care routine. Now, COVID has kind of shut down my dance classes, but I am going back as soon as I can. So in my self-care basket is that activity. If you're a runner, if you're a biker, if you just love to walk or walk your dogs, any activity, spending time with your children, that should be in your self-care basket. And if you have to actually physically have a basket, then take some three by five cards and actually write each of these activities on those cards and throw them in the basket. 
And it will be a great reminder to yourself when you're feeling unbalanced of the things that you need to do to get yourself back into balance. So activities, like I just talked about, things that you have as your dreams, vacations that you want to go on, money that you want to save. If you're working on saving for something, a car or maybe something smaller, just like some clothing or a pair of shoes, those are your dreams that you're trying to create. So write those down and put those in your self-care basket. Maybe it's music that you love. There's certain songs that inspire you. Write those down. Put those in the basket to remind yourself that when I'm feeling not so great and I'm trying to figure this out, I might need to play these songs. And that will give you some little action to take to start to make your brain feel better. The other thing that you can put in there is pets and people. And you can either write down their names or put pictures of them in the basket. So if you're feeling low and you just reach in there and pull out a picture of one of your cats that's doing something silly or of one of your children or your parents or whoever it is that inspires you, throw that in the basket. I like sayings and quotes. That is something that I love and I post them all the time. I think you can see one up behind me on my board there. If you have those things, write them down throw them in the basket or post them around your house so you can read them and they will inspire you to become balanced and stay balanced. Sometimes writing helps me. I, If you've listened to me before on the podcast, you know that I do write. I'm a blogger and I also write for some magazines and things and I'm working on a book. Writing will sometimes focus me and make me feel more balanced. So if you're like me and you like to write or you have a journal that you write in, put that in your self-care basket. Remind yourself to journal or write. Maybe it's meditation. Have a meditation app handy and you can do that. Yoga. I love yoga. Do that. Um, so any of the things that make you feel more like yourself. And then also sometimes it's just sitting and thinking and examining your thoughts. And all of those things revolve around self-care. And if you're caring for yourself, then it's very difficult to feel unbalanced on the inside. And that's what this is all about, feeling that inner balance. So the last thing I want to encourage you to do in order to create inner balance is to do some self-coaching. And we've talked a little bit about life coaching on past podcasts. We've talked about doing thought models that I learned from my mentor, Brooke Castillo in the Life Coach School. We've talked about thought work, and you can go and find books on all of these things. But just learning to examine your feelings, understand the way the feelings feel in your body, and then where those feelings come from, which is always our thoughts. Learning those techniques is so valuable to helping us to create inner balance. And then learning, once we've examined those thoughts, to get some bridge thoughts going, to move ourselves in the direction of progress and feeling more balanced and feeling more at peace. So here's an example of how to coach yourself. And this is a kind of on-the-fly example, but it is something that you can sit down and do. And I would encourage you to sit down and do it every day, even for five or 10 minutes, just coach yourself a little bit. So my example would be when I'm at work and it's slamming busy and I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, I sometimes feel great as long as I'm keeping up. 
as long as I feel like I'm just on the edge of disaster. And for me, I like that feeling. It's that how many pets can I get in the building? How many pets can I take care of? How many exams can I do? How many clients can I talk to and do it in a great way? Do the best job to my ability. How can I keep all my technicians humming and rolling? That to me is a great feeling. However, because I like to push the envelope so much, I can cause myself some big problems. I can get to the point where I start to become short with clients and I don't listen as well as I should. I can get to the point where I start barking at my technicians and not being kind when I'm asking them to help me. I can go from feeling really energetic and really excited about my work to not being my best self. And then I start to spiral and then I start to feel bad about myself and why can't I keep up and what's going on? Well, Silly, the reason you can't keep up is because you're overcommitting. You're trying too hard to be like Wonder Woman. And sometimes you just can't do that. And so an example would be a really busy day and I start to think, oh my gosh, I'm losing it. I'm starting to get out of control. Things aren't going well. I'm going to make a mistake if I don't slow down. And then just stopping for a second. I used to actually, and I still do sometimes, is I would run into the bathroom because that's the place, the only place in a veterinary hospital that they'll usually give you at least five minutes before they'll start banging on the door, sliding notes under the door, but just go into the bathroom and stop for a second and just take a breath, you know, wash your hands, look at your face, make sure there's not dog hair on your face or a booger in your nose, you know, just go in the bathroom and just look at yourself and say, okay, you're getting overwhelmed, you're getting snappy, you're getting upset, what's going on? What? Where is this attitude coming from? Why are you feeling overwhelmed? What have you taken on that's too much? And then how are you going to get out of it? How are you going to fix it? And so I would just ask myself those questions. What's going on there, dear? What's going on in that brain of yours? And then, oh, I know I overcommitted. I told Mrs. So-and-so that she could bring the sick bird in, even though I knew farewell that I had six other ones ahead of her. And now I'm having trouble, you know, getting to this bird and I'm making her wait and people are waiting a half an hour, an hour, and things are feeling out of control for me. And then what can you do? to slow down, think it through, and methodically take care of things so you can work your way out of this hole that you've caused for yourself. And so in my case, it would be, all right, slow down, get your priorities straight, talk to the technician, see what they can do to help you. And if it's really looking like you can't see all the clients, see if there's something that another doctor can see for you or see if you can reschedule because there's no law in our job that says we can't reschedule an appointment because we took on too many emergencies. Now, if they're all emergencies, you might have to see them, but then it might look like having the receptionist talk to the clients and say, look, Dr. Capel's behind. She's got six people in front of you. If you're okay waiting, you're welcome to wait. And just letting them know that you'll get them a bottle of water, or if they have an errand to run, they can go run an errand and then come back. And hopefully by then we'll be caught up and we'll be able to see their pet in an orderly fashion. But spinning and freaking out and panicking doesn't serve me because then I'm definitely going to make a mistake. 
So if you're like me and you overcommit and then you get out of control, that's one way that you can start to self-examine, learn about what you need, and then get back to that place of being in balance on the inside and feeling balanced and understanding that getting out of balance isn't a tragedy. It's not something that you're that you're beating your up, yourself up for. Don't beat yourself up. It happens. We all get out of balance. It's just the tools that you need to get yourself back on track to become more balanced and to get back into balance. So self-coaching is all about examining your feelings, examining the thoughts that are creating those feelings, and then getting to the place where you can feel better by thinking differently and then taking some actions in a different direction to help you get back in balance because the goal is feeling balanced in that inner peace, that inner harmony that we're trying to create for ourselves when things are getting away from us. All right, to sum it all up, inner balance and inner harmony is that state of feeling peaceful between your heart and your brain, feeling calm and collected, feeling grounded and secure in who you are and what you're accomplishing in life. It's feeling positive. It's feeling strong. It's that physical and emotional and mental and even spiritual feeling that you know who you are and that you're living your best life. And that all the things that we do every day are important, that people are feeling loved and cared for by you, whether it's your professional life or your personal life. And that makes you a really valuable, really amazing human. So I want to share with you one last thing because I had this really cool thought the other day. I was sitting on the couch reading or something and my dogs were bugging me. I have two Shelties and they were bugging me, jumping up on the couch, staring at me, kind of just bothering me. And whenever that's happening, I figure they have to go out. So I said to Parker, who's my youngest, I said, do you have to go out? And whenever I do that, he flies off the couch and runs around the living room like a crazy human or a crazy dog. And um, so I got up and kind of begrudgingly, because I was reading, I was like, oh, I got to let you out again. And I went to the door where I have to take them out through my garage to put them outside. And as I was walking back in from the garage, I had this really interesting, amazing thought. And so I shared it with my husband um, when I came in. The thought was, I wonder how many animals in my lifetime I have cared for. Because these two dogs I have now are not my first two dogs. I've had two other Belgian Taverns. I had another Sheltie before these two Shelties. I've had cats, multiple cats in my household over the years. I've raised litters and litters and litters of kittens in my bathroom. I've brought home sick patients from the hospital. I've had cats at the hospital that I've adopted out, kittens we've raised there, strays that we've taken in and taken care of, and then all of the patients that we've taken care of over the years. And I've been doing this a long time. So that thought was so interesting to me. It was like, I wonder how many And I would not have any idea how many. It would be really hard for me to figure out. But then the 
next thought was, I wonder if when I get to heaven, I'll be able to know. And that was a really weird thought because I don't think about heaven. You know, I don't think about when I die, if I'm going to go to heaven or where I'm going to be. But that was the other thought that came to me. And I thought, wow, that's a really cool thought that my brain made up. So I just think that's a beautiful thing to think about. So if you are working in the veterinary profession and you're taking care of animals, remember how many animals you're caring for, how many you've saved, how many you've taken out of miserable circumstances, how many you've taken out of pain, how many you've let outside or fed or, you know, just making a plate of food for a young kitten and watching them eat. This is just a really amazing thing that we do. And put those thoughts in your basket, in that self-care basket, because that thought that I had of how many animals I've taken care of over the years, just because I was begrudgingly letting my dogs outside, I thought that was just a really cool thought and it made me feel amazing. It made me feel so accomplished and so incredible. Like who else gets to do this in their life? So just think that through this week, if it'll help you in any way. I just thought that was an amazing thought and I wanted to share it with you this week. So back to the inner balance, creating inner balance takes getting to know yourself and your needs, self-acceptance, self-love, self-care and understanding what you need in order to take care of yourself physically and emotionally and mentally, and then self-coaching. Those are the things that I want you to do this week. And just remember, you are an amazing person and you are worthy of everything good in this life. And that's what we're working to create. So thanks so much for listening to me this week. I really appreciate it. I hope this little talk on inner balance helped you in some way. If you need coaching, reach out to me on my website or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. I would love to see more of those. And I'd love to actually see your comments on the podcast and what you want to hear moving forward. Before I go, I just want to give a little shout out to the Michigan State University College of Veterinary Medicine students. I had the privilege of meeting with them last Monday for a little back and forth and Q&A on taking care of their, themselves during veterinary school. So shout out to the Michigan State veterinary students. You guys rock. I had a great time talking to them. I would love to do a podcast with veterinary students. So if there are any veterinary students out there listening to the podcast, send me an email and maybe we can set up a little um, interview podcast with some veterinary students. I think that would be really valuable for the other people out there listening. So thanks, MSUCVM. I had a great time. I appreciate you spending time with me. Thank you so much for listening to me this week. I really appreciate it. And I'll have more for you next week on the Veterinary Life Coach podcast. Have a beautiful, inner-balanced week. Thanks. Bye.